Welcome to the Renegade Nutrition Podcast, where we discuss all things wellness. I'm Eleni Welch, nutritionist. And I'm Kay Boyer, health enthusiast. Welcome back, Renegades. Welcome, Renegades. Welcome to another week, and this one's a very special week. We have a we have a guest here with us, an expert from Eastern United States, and we have a Dr. Corey with us today. Yes, welcome, Dr. Corey Stern. So you are our first guest that I have like never met before. Yeah. <laughs> so this is really fun because oh, wow. normally we have guests yeah. that I'm already familiar with or familiar with their work. And so I'm so glad um, that Olivia reached out and connected us and, and let me know that you might be a good fit for our show. And we're really looking forward to talking with you today. Yeah. So Dr. Corey Cern is going to talk to us all about detox, which I am so excited about because I know Kay has mentioned before a few times, like we should do an episode on detox. And it's just not my area of expertise. I've read a lot about it, but I don't feel like I'm an expert by any means. So we're super excited to have you here, Dr. Corey, to share your knowledge. Yeah, we got you an expert here. Yeah, we found an expert. So that was on my list to do. And then an expert reached out to us. It was perfect. Yeah. So Dr. Corey, tell me, um, where are you from and what's your practice and kind of what do you, what you specialize in? Tell us a little bit about your story. So I'll get a, uh, I'm in New York and I'm a chiropractor, but I mostly specialize in nutrition. So I have a very busy nutrition practice here in New York, but I'll give you my backstory, how I even got into this work Yes, please. Yes. is kind of interesting. Yeah. So as a child, or let, let me start when I was a fetus, as a fetus, yes. my parents were inadvertently poisoning me mm-hmm. um, by eating garbage food. They, my parents were raised on garbage processed food. Mm. Um, third, I'm third generation American, so their parents were eating garbage food. Mm. Um, garbage food started being created in this country in the early 1900s, earlier than that, but really got, went in earnest in in the early 1900s with the invention of the refrigerator mm-hmm. and um so they were they were poisoning me and i was born um you know poisoned and they they were smoking both my parents were heavy smokers both um both cigarettes and marijuana <laughs> so so that was my childhood and i was always sick i always had an ear, ear infections throat infections bladder infections i was always on antibiotics mm-hmm. my whole childhood i oh. thought I thought it was normal. I thought all kids were, you know, having to take this pink medicine that tasted like bubble gum all the time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and um, and throughout my whole childhood, I was being fed garbage. My mom worked. She would bring home fast food, you know, rarely cooked, just eating a very high sugar processed diet. Mm-hmm. Wow. So by the time by the time I was fifteen, fifteen years of of this, I got a um, strep throat infection that wouldn't resolve. And mm. I kept getting put on one antibiotic after another, and oh, nothing no. was was helping me. And I was really sick. I was stuck in bed. And it was summertime, Ugh. and I'm 15, stuck in bed. You're not even missing yeah. school. You're yeah. just missing right. the fun exactly. part of life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm missing my my summer vacation, hanging out with my friends. So I finally just I just really got angry, and I said, you know, uh, medical doctors don't know how to cure people it seems to me yeah and i decided i was going to take take my health into my own hands and figure out how to cure myself so i started doing research and i just started reading everything i got could get my hands on my my um stepmother was a was a nurse so she had a whole bunch of medical textbooks in the house um didn't learn anything from them but (laughs) she also had a subscription to prevention magazine which is uh, an alternative health publication, probably the only one that was in existence uh, back then. Now, this was in the mid-70s. Uh, I'm about to turn 60. So I read Prevention Magazine, and I discovered for the very first time in my life that there was actually a connection between what you eat and your health. Mm, yes. And it astonished me, because I had no idea. And I understood then why I was sick and couldn't get yeah. better. So. Wow. I decided to change my own diet. I cleaned up my diet when I was 15. I was working at the time as a babysitter, making a dollar an hour. Mm-hmm. And I spent all of my money on my own food. I stopped eating sugar and white flour and anything processed, anything with chemicals in it. 
Wow. At 15. This I is am amazing. like so blown away <laughs> at 15 year old you. You're like yes, own this it. This is impressive. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's how I, I was a determined New Yorker. Nothing was going to hold me back. That's so. right. <laughs> and then in my, in my neighborhood, there was one, if you can believe this, one little health food store because back then they weren't that popular. And um, I, I would spend hours in that store and they had a, a book rack. Remember those? I don't know if you're old enough to remember this. They had these racks that spin yep. with paperbacks on it. So they had one of those. And I found a book there called um, Back to Eden. And that was that's like an herbal Bible. It had every single herb on the planet and its therapeutic application. So cool. I was studying that and I started buying herbs and making myself concoctions in my bedroom. And I cured my own chronic throat infection. Wow. I got by, just by cleaning up my diet and, and drinking some herbal tea. I'm so, so curious to know what so your parents cool. thought about this. Yeah. Like about you spending these times in your bedroom and, and brewing up your, your own natural money. remedies and using your own money to buy different food. Like did they have thoughts on it? They thought I, they thought I was a crazy teenager. Yeah. They they were still eating garbage. My father was an alcoholic he was still smoking every you know everybody he ended up dying when he was 47 wow. so wow. yeah so i wasn't going down that road yeah good for you yeah wow but um it just led me it kind of planted a seed in me that maybe one day i would be able to help other people yeah. uh, with natural nutrition to restore health and I didn't directly go into that field. I took some twists and turns. I became a medical social worker first. And then on my 32nd birthday, I woke up and I said, oh, I'm supposed to be doing something else. Mm. I'm supposed to be helping people in a bigger way. And cool. that day I went to my chiropractor for an adjustment. And while I was laying there on the table, I looked around the room and I said, do you think I could do this to be a <laughs> chiropractor like you? And he said some magic, magical words to me. He said, well, I'm, uh, you're smarter than me and I'm doing it. So why can't you? <laughs> right, I am smarter than you. So. Um, and then I just applied that day for chiropractic school. And wow. by the way, in, in New York, chiropractors can practice nutrition, which is one of the reasons why I went that route. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, and, and I never looked back. It was the best decision I ever made. And, I ended up with an extremely successful practice helping thousands and thousands of people to restore their health doing it exactly the way I did it for myself when I was 15. That's amazing. So neat and that you were able to do it with food and the <laughs> chiropractor hand in hand. That is so neat. Yeah. Such yeah. an important combination. Yeah. Wow. This is cool. What a, what a story. Wow. <laughs> We want to follow you on all the socials. We're going to find you because I want to keep like following what you do. That's really neat. Now, so <clears throat> with the nutrition practice, what are some of the things you cover the most with your patients? And then tell us how you've come to really like expand this topic of detox. Well, I cover everything. So no matter what anybody's walking in the door with, I don't really pay attention to diagnoses. So somebody walks in the door already diagnosed with um, a thyroid condition or diabetes or an autoimmune disease like rheumatoid arthritis or ulcerative colitis or cancer, you name it. You're walking in the door, I'm figuring out what's going wrong in your body and what your body needs to be able to fix it. And I'm cleaning up your diet. I love that. But almost everyone is toxic mm -hmm. and well I, I could probably say everyone Be because the 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 world is toxic the air is toxic your personal care products are toxic your um, household clean cleaning products are toxic food is toxic water is toxic and then a lot of people are taking drugs whether it's prescription or over the counter and they're being injected with things that are toxic so it's very hard to not be toxic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, and that's, that's why detox is so, is so important. I think this is such an important uh, point that you're bringing up because I know in, in conversations I've had with people who are under the more conventional medicine background, when we've talked about detox, their response is, oh, that's all a myth. De you don't actually have to detox. You don't have to do cleanses because the liver 
is efficient at removing all wastes and the idea of detoxing or cleansing is is like they make it sound like snake oil right <laughs> which is just misguided for so many reasons the first of which is that you know our bodies aren't in vacuum perfect laboratory conditions where the liver is functioning optimally and i think the level of toxins in our environment you know we only have so many molecules available to us in those phase one and phase two detoxification processes and so i'd love if you would just talk about that and address that why why is it that when our body was created to be able to handle toxins and to remove them effectively from our system how is that being hindered and why is that process not functioning the way that it should and why do we need detoxification and cleanses and fasting and all those things well i often try to imagine what the world was like before there was technology before there was industry Right. So before there was um, technology and and industry and infrastructure, there was no sanitation. So people would often get overwhelmed with bacterial infections. Right. They would because there was poop everywhere. There was poop in the street. There was horse poop. There was human poop. Um, So people were getting sick from that. But now before there were cities, before there was even cities where people were contaminated with with that poop bacteria, um, it was pretty clean, right? Right. So before there were chemicals manufactured, before um, there were pharmaceuticals manufactured, before there was air pollution, um, you, your body could handle whatever toxin it might come in contact with as long as it wasn't enough to, you know, kill you in the moment. Right. <laughs> right. I think that's how Socrates was put to death, right? He was given poison oh, to drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could always drink poison and die because um, your liver, you know, can only, as you said, um, do so much. But the problem is that we're constantly bombarded now with things that are not biologically normal they're not biologically compatible it's it's um and it's not just your liver your liver is not the only organ that is involved in detox so it is one of the major organs but and by the way the liver does other stuff too it doesn't only detox it has a lot of other jobs it creates bile to help you absorb fat it stores fat soluble vitamins um so it, it's it's a hard worker, right. you know. You have to you have to give it a little TLC. But if your bowels aren't working, if you're constipated, then you're not eliminating toxins anyway. So your right. liver can do all the hard work of detoxing and then um, send the the waste material into your intestine. And then if it's not exiting the body, you're you still have those toxins in you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's you know another consideration and many many people uh, do not have normal bowel movements i know you guys had done a um i listened to your podcast on the on the uh, gut biome cool yep. yeah and we yeah. just had a good poop podcast one <laughs> yeah, i saw that too yep. have, yes. have a good poop <laughs> yeah just as an aside i have a supplement that we use called blue poo and it's um blue spirulina in a capsule and when you swallow it, it tell it actually will tell you how your transit time is. So oh, you, cool. you, time, you time when you take it and when you actually see blue coming out in your in your stool. That's this is helpful. cool. This is very helpful. That's cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. It what, is fun. Um, what's a general protocol that you would tell your tell your patients or our general listeners? Like, what can they start doing to help detox? So I always have people prepare their body for detox, right? So you want to make sure that your organs that are involved in detox are actually working, call it the drainage organs. Mm. So yes, your liver, um, your your intestines, you you have to fix them first um, because any detox is not going to be effective if if your organs aren't working so you want to you want to actually prepare yourself for the detox also if you're very toxic 
and you detox, you start a detox without being prepared. And if you go a little too fast, you're going to feel terrible. You're mm-hmm. going to have a detox reaction. And that can literally feel like a truck is running over you. You can feel flu-like symptoms. This happened to me once before I really knew what I was doing. I, I did that. I, I detoxed too much too fast and I ended up on my couch not being able to move for a couple of days. I had to abort the whole detox. So um, the first thing is, I would say the first thing you have to do is make sure that you're having a bowel movement and every day. So one of the, one of the things I think this is like funny and um, we turn it into a joke, but it's really serious. One of the things I tell patients is um, I used to ask people, how are your bowels? And people would say, oh, great. I go every week. Right. <laughs> and that's, that's what some people think is normal. Yep. Yeah. So I learned not to ask that question. I now learn how often do you have a bowel movement? Do you feel like you're emptying? Uh, what's the consistency? So um, people even think that having a bowel movement every other day or every two days is enough. People yeah. think that. Yeah. And and it really isn't. So it's right. it's not it's not normal. Preach. What's actually normal is that you go after each meal. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's optimal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I would recommend that we fix any bowel issues that you're having first and then maybe give your liver a little um little help like with something like milk thistle that's an herb that helps the liver to work better um there's other things that i do to try to help the liver to to flush it out a little bit so i use something called spanish black radish which is exactly what it sounds like it's um, a type of radish that helps to drain out gunk in organs like the liver, the spleen, the kidneys are also a detox organ. So all of these organs have to kind of get a little bit of um, surface cleaning, right, before we start a detox. Yeah. Spanish black radish is is, um, a lovely way to do it. It's just, um, it's in a tablet form. The radish itself is huge um, and very spicy, so most people won't eat it. But we have Spanish black radish tablets that help to start the process of cleaning out everything. And you eat it um, with food or without food? That one I recommend people take with food. With food. Um, mo- most, most of the supplements that I recommend are with food. There's a few of them that are better on an empty stomach. So it's just, um, it's per supplement that we would make that those decisions. But mm. I want to tell you that dogs love Spanish black radish. Mm. I've never met a dog that wouldn't gobble it down. Hmm. And um, so I have two dogs and I'm very active in the in the dog neighborhood uh, uh, world in, in my area. I just love dogs. Mm-hmm. I love cats too. I don't want cats to feel bad. If <laughs> right. But um, but I just have a special place in my heart for dogs, and I actually do see them in my practice. Oh, that's oh, cool. I love it. I'm not licensed, but I'm able to help animals yeah. the same way I can help humans by changing their diet and giving them some supplements that are made out of food. Mm-hmm. So anybody, any dog that I ever meet that's having like loose stools, give them some Spanish black radish. They're right as rain in just a few days. Oh, so cool. Oh, I love it. Did you see yesterday on the social media, there was a dog, the oldest dog alive is living. He's over 30. Wow. What? No. <laughs> I know. Look this up. I was like, he must be eating a gorgeous diet of real fish and I don't know, whatever. But yeah, anyway, food. that's really neat. He's eating that, that Spanish stuff. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe. Um, my dogs eat a raw diet, so yes. I'm hoping they'll live till 30. They're yep. 12 now, so. They'll make it. They're on the right track. Yep. <laughs> I love that. Oh, cool. Okay. So I'm sort of getting eat no processed foods. Um, let's see. Keep your... Um, your organs that help the detox keep them healthy what else we got here well let's also talk about eliminating toxins from your life that you can so i always tell people you can't control everything you can't necessarily control the air you're breathing 
you can't control it if you walk behind a, a bus and it spews exhaust fumes at you and you accidentally inhale it. Mm-hmm. Um, it happened to my to my best friend yesterday. She had a, a knife in the dishwasher that fell onto the heating element and melted and she didn't know it and she opened the dishwasher and these fumes, you know, mm. these pla- pl- plastic oh. fumes came at her. Um, but she right away she knew what to do and she started taking some detox supplements and um, she felt like she was okay. She otherwise she said I I, I would have poisoned myself. So mm-hmm. those are things that you can't control. But what can you control? Mm-hmm. Well, do not use toxic laundry detergent okay. and fabric softener mm-hmm. because it's absorbed through your skin. And by the way, your skin is a major detox organ as well. Mm-hmm. Um, So anything you put next to your body, when you wear synthetic clothing, synthetic clothing is made out of chemicals. Mm -hmm. So if you're sweating, if you're, if you're working out and you're wearing synthetics, the heat is leaching some of the chemicals into your body. Um, So those are things that are fairly easy to just change. And I'm not telling, I don't tell people go home and throw out everything in your house. That's, that's poison. Just do it when you run out of this. Mm-hmm. replace it with something cleaner mm-hmm. yeah um, get rid of anything with fragrance in it those fragrances are extremely toxic they cause cancer and they're addictive do you know yeah. that they're addictive i didn't they know have... they were addictive yeah yes yeah they make them addictive i have um a video about it on my channel because i i see it i see mm-hmm. even even my patients who are really careful and and um and are knowledgeable and aware they get addicted to the smells of, let's say, their laundry detergent. You know, you love your laundry to yeah. smell fresh, right? Yeah. Or air freshener, things like that. So we give alternatives. Um, I'm constantly telling people to try this this laundry soap. It's totally clean. You can put some essential oil in it if you want to add fragrance. Use a essential oil diffuser in your house instead of spraying it with air freshener or those those plugins. Are, they're also toxic. Yeah. And slowly start switching to um, household cleaning of uh, products that are not chemical. So I clean my house with a combination of vinegar and baking soda and washing soda and essential oil based cleansers that are all very non-toxic and they work fine. My house is clean. You know, it's um, p- people are so brainwashed into thinking they have to use Clorox. They have to use Lysol. They right. have to kill germs. Right. There's other, there's other ways of doing that. Mm-hmm. And then um, of course you need to eliminate the toxins in your food. So you already mentioned not eating a processed diet, but even even if you're not eating a processed diet, let's just talk about the definition of food for, for a moment. My definition of food are things that grow on the ground, mm-hmm. grow on a tree, mm-hmm. or have a mother, Yes. and are minimal, minimally processed. Yeah. So Amen. anything yes. else is a processed product, but even things that have a mother, right? So if you're eating a cow that's being fed the wrong food, then you're eating what the cow is eating. You're eating an unhealthy cow who's eating something that they shouldn't be eating. So most commercially raised animals, Mm -hmm. confined feeding operations, they're, Mm -hmm. they're toxic. Right. So, so I actually have um, a website that anybody in the U S can go on um, called farm match. I'll, I'll give you the actual link and you can put your zip code in and it will match you to a, um, small family run farm growing, you know, clean, uh, nutrient dense food. I so that's where that. I get all my love food it. Yeah. We support that. We yeah, love, love it. That. Yeah, we yeah. do have a lot. Uh, we always advocate for if you're doing grass, you know, grass fed, pasture raised meat, yep. organic, Local. yeah, non hybridized produce. I mean, just, yeah, yep. we are fortunate where we live. Um, in Iowa, that we're surrounded by several pasture, pasture-raised yeah. animal-like operations, and it's nice to be able to get that. But what a great resource yeah. to be able to share with our listeners for those who don't live in a more densely yeah. organic area to be able to find something at least close to them that they could purchase from. Cool. 
And, and even in what we call a farm desert, like I'm in the middle of New York City, mm. there's still a farm that we found that delivers, that will deliver. They drive a truck cool. with their food to That's us so cool. once a week. So, cool. um, yeah. And if you, ha- I don't know if you have listeners outside the U.S., but there's actually a site for them as well. Okay, oh, cool. We, we do. Have we some. have um, about 50 different countries that listen in. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I can send you links for, for both people inside and outside the U.S. I love that. Amazing. Um, so cleaning up your food and then cleaning up your water because yeah. a lot of water supplies are toxic. A lot of, especially in, in cities, if you're not drinking water straight out of a mountain stream or or a well that you're testing um so you know good quality filter and i just want to say i have videos about each one of these topics on my channel for people to get more information so water is such it's such a basic thing your body is mostly water and there's so much confusion about what good water is Mm -hmm. Um, and so in the U.S., if you want to actually purchase your water, the three best brands are Mountain Valley Spring, okay. Evian, and Fiji. Okay. 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 And then uh, if you prefer to buy a filter, which is more cost effective, I have a video where I interviewed a water filter expert because there was so much about it I didn't know. Cool. And um, I, I really learned a lot. It's, it's, it's just such a crazy topic because our water is so altered. Yeah. And nobody mm. thinks about it. Yeah. You know? That'd be awesome mm-hmm. if we could link to that video as yes, well as in well. our show notes. Yeah. I'm thinking we'll have you send us these links and we can link to them in our show notes. And and we'd like to link to your YouTube channel as well so our listeners can listen to a whole array of topics too yeah. from you. Yes. It's it's never ending. I put <laughs> new ones up all the time. Good so for you. Yeah, there's so much to talk about. Yeah. So the other area that I didn't mention about um exposure to toxins is is pharmaceuticals mm. whether that's over the counter or prescription so there's no such thing as a non-toxic drug and mm. even over the counter drugs are very toxic do you know tylenol uh, acetaminophen in in um, europe is called paracetamol is the number one cause of acute liver failure mm-hmm. wow. an overdose of it um, so if you're taking something like that on a regular basis, you are putting a huge load on your liver. You're, you're going to suppress your liver function. And then if you continue doing that, it can actually lead to liver disease. So there's two kinds of uh, liver disease, fatty liver disease, it's called. One is alcoholic fatty liver disease and one is non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. So this is how, this is one of the ways that your liver doesn't work well because um, of exposure to toxins. So non-alcoholic fatty liver disease can be caused by taking too much uh, medication and or eating too much high fructose corn syrup. Mm. High fructose corn syrup found in processed foods, which by the way is is banned in, you know, in, in Europe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, High fructose corn syrup actually damages your liver. Wow. Aside from other things like causing diabetes, it damages your pancreas as well. But um, the the pharmaceuticals, you know, drugs are not a good solution. They only suppress symptoms. They don't actually fix underlying causes. So Amen. Drugs, yep. d- drugs do symptom management. Yeah. And, um, and then, and then they create other side effects that require more drugs. Mm-hmm. So I always aim to get people off of medications, and that's something that's very doable. Mm-hmm. No matter no matter what diagnosis you've been given or what medications you're currently taking, you can have improvement if that's what you want for yeah. your body. Amen. Yes. yes. So those are those are all the. Um, the areas to look at prior to doing a detox, because if you're going to detox and then, but you're going to keep popping Tylenol or Advil or, mm-hmm. or t- you know, Tums or Roll or antacids or whatever other you know medications you're using on a regular basis, you're just going to poison yourself again. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the prep stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh, for I- some people that could probably take quite a bit of time, yeah. you know, to yeah. get through yeah. that. 
That's true. That's true. And there's nothing wrong with taking six months because you still are reducing your toxic load while you're doing that. And right. your, your health is going to improve. You know, if somebody is drinking, I just like to use this example. If somebody's drinking 12 bottles of Pepsi a week mm-hmm. with high, with, you know, high fructose corn syrup in it and they reduce it to six, (laughs) they're still drinking a lot of Pepsi, but wow, their body is going to, you know, thank them. Yeah. It's going to make a big difference. So, and then they reduce it to three. And then, and, and one thing I tell people not to do is don't crash yourself by trying to change everything all at once. Cause that's, that's a prescription for failure. Yeah. yeah, And then you're going to give up. Mm -hmm. So the other last thing I just want to mention is, um, is vaccines Mm -hmm. because all vaccines have um, heavy metal in them. Mm -hmm. All vaccines have either aluminum or mercury. Mm -hmm. Most of them now have aluminum and they put the aluminum in there to activate the immune system. Mm -hmm. So the purpose of that is to make the vaccine work better. So if you're, let's say you're injecting, you know, a, a, dead, let's call it a dead virus into a body, but you want the immune system to recognize it and, and do its immune response. The, the aluminum facilitates that, Mm. right? It's called an adjuvant. So there's a lot of adjuvants in vaccines, not just aluminum, but there's also sometimes formaldehyde and polysorbate, whatever. There's all kinds of other stuff, but the, the aluminum is a neurotoxin. So I've had these conversations with people on Twitter where they're like, well, you know, you're eating aluminum all the time in fish or in, uh, uh, not fish, you're eating mercury in fish and you're eating, uh, I don't know, you have exposure to aluminum and you, when you're cooking with aluminum cookware, which is true, that's also another source, Right. but it's very different when you inject it directly into your bloodstream, Mm -hmm. you know, when you, when you eat it. When you eat a metal, it's not good for you, but but you your digestive tract actually breaks it down a little bit, you know. But when you inject it directly into your bloodstream, it goes right into your white blood cells, whose immune response is uh, to try to contain the foreign invader, and then it travels around your body. The white blood cell lives for ninety days. You got that aluminum traveling around the body for ninety days, and could end up getting stuck somewhere and causing a problem. So um, this is something that we see a lot with with children who um, post-vaccine maybe start behaving differently. Mm-hmm. So when, when parents bring me children who have recently been vaccinated and then they saw a behavior change, mm-hmm. um, we detox the, the, the metal and then there's improvement. The, right. the behavior, the behavior change is no longer there. So I've done that many, many times. Yeah. And what path of detox would you use for a kid? What sorts of things? It's really no different than an adult. It's just maybe a little less of a dose okay. or more gentle, but, um, I have homeopathics that I use. Okay. So it's great for babies. They're liquids. Um, they can just drink it directly. It doesn't taste bad. Um, I also use uh, chlorella. Chlorella is a wonderful yes. gentle detox. Yes. It's a super green food. It binds onto toxins and pulls them out. And um, I start at a very low dose. So okay. like the, the bottle might tell you to start start with one and work your way up to 20 or whatever. Right. I just I just keep the kids on one. Yeah. And that's usually all they need. That's awesome. That's awesome. And there's, there's a lot of other um, detox supports that we can use that are gentle. So that's, that, that's the next thing that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, you know, how, to, how to do a detox. Yeah, and, yeah. So I'm all about the gentle approach to try to avoid what we mentioned earlier about the detox reaction. Yeah. Because it's not necessary to suffer through a detox. You don't have to end up with symptoms. So... And a lot of people wouldn't be able to stick it out. Like what happened to me? I, ga- I gave up on when, when I first d- did this detox, I gave up because it was too much for me. 
So I'm all about starting off gently. So again, doing like a, I call it a surface cleaning, you know, and then going deeper if we have to and working our way up. Um, so there's many, many different types of supplements that I have for detox. Um, and some of them are specific for chemicals. Some of them are specific for metals. I have one, I have a few that do both. Um, I really have a large arsenal of different supplements that help to either flush toxins out or to push things through the liver or bowels or kidneys. Um, and then also to bind onto toxins. Sometimes we'll use a clay like bentonite clay. Mm. Um, uh, there's something called carboxy, which is becoming more and more popular now. It's just made out of carbon and it's kind of like a clay and it just grabs on to toxins and pulls them out. I know I get a lot of questions about chlorine dioxide, um, which a lot of people feel is a very effective form of detox. I don't use it. I think it's it's too much for most people. I think it's it's it overwhelms the body. So I don't think it's necessary or or even advisable to put your body into an overwhelmed situation. Yeah. And we can do it gently. And then if you do it under the guidance of someone who knows what they're doing, they can monitor you and make sure everything's coming out. Now, I've had patients go to um, practitioners who do it via IV. They do um, detox through an IV. Um, DMSO is a substance that can be injected into the bloodstream and pull toxins out. Again, I have seen people get very sick doing this. Mm -hmm. And some of these detoxes, if you're not careful, they'll also pull minerals out. Okay. So metal, metals and minerals are, you know, some of them, metals are minerals. Yeah. Um, so I always make sure that the person does not become mineral deficient while we're doing a detox. How and long? They have to drink lots of water. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, when you do a detox with someone, does it, it probably depends how severe their illness is, but are you like, we'll try three, three months and revisit six months a year, or how do you kind of decide on the length of time? Um, I actually take it a week at a time. Okay. Okay. And just see how they're doing a week at a time. And you know, they'll, they'll be starting to feel better. So there'll be a lot of indications that, you know, and things will, the, things will change in their body. Their energy will change. Wow. Whatever symptoms they came in with will start resolving because, um, detox, I mean, being toxic can cause any symptom. Some mm -hmm. people have headaches, some people have nausea, some people have insomnia, some people have low energy. So it really is a matter of um, making sure that we get the result that we're looking for, which is that the person feels good and they have the energy they want. And um, there's one thing I didn't mention that I, I what your question made me maybe think about this and that is um mercury amalgams in teeth mm -hmm. i have 12 of them ah, actually it was a big problem i got eight of them removed but i still have four anyway continue tell me what i need to do <laughs> yeah yeah so that so the reason that your question made me think about it is because sometimes if we don't check ahead of time mm -hmm. about that particular issue the person will not be getting a result and then it mm. we realize that they're going to have to get their amalgams removed mm. which is it can be kind of a big deal especially when you have a lot of them mm -hmm. i had nine that had to come out um mm. in order for me to get feel my best and you have to make sure that it's done the right way you need um a dental dam and you need a suction so you're not inhaling the mercury fumes as they're drilling them out mm -hmm. Yeah, you want somebody who uses what they call the SMART protocol. Mm. So it seems recently, though, that every patient that I talk to about this, is their dentist is doing that, even wow. if they're not holistic. So okay. interesting. Yeah. We're seeing that. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I asked, um, I asked a patient who was getting her, her fillings changed, uh, last week, um, to ask her dentist if he uses a dam and, um, and the, yeah, the smart procedure. And he got very upset. He was like, of course I do. What are you talking about? Why wouldn't I? So I'm like, okay, good. Just, just check it. <laughs> yeah. We had a, a biologic dentist come on, um, the podcast and talk with us, Dr. Cody Kriegel. And, um, I shared in in that episode, but I worked for a chiropractor for several years and would take x-rays. And on one of the x-rays, we we took a x-ray of a woman and she looked like she was filled with sparkles, like her whole body looked like it was filled with these bright stars. And we couldn't figure out what was going on. And it, it looked a little bit alarming at first. And then uh, the chiropractor asked her, have you had any mercury fillings removed? And she said, yeah, I just had one removed yesterday. And the dentist hadn't used that yeah. that dam and that smart protocol. So and it, all the mercury was like you could see it in her tissues mm-hmm. and it lit up on the x-ray. And so that was definitely my like, okay, I will never, I don't have any mercury fillings, but wow. I, will, I will always tell somebody they need to go find a dentist who knows what they're doing because it was just like, Pretty alarming to see it all throughout her tissues. You're glowing because yeah, you swallow it. You swallow it and you inhale the gas when they're drilling. So both things and the inhaling the gas, it's going straight to your brain. You're, you know, yeah, it's going, mm-hmm. and it's a neurotoxin like like aluminum is. There's a website to find a biologic dentist anywhere in the U.S. It's called iaomt.org. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So there's yeah. I there's am, a lot of good okay. information on there. Uh, I have I interviewed a, a biologic dentist on my show too, and he was wonderful. And he's really into nutrition because guess what? Your teeth are made out of just mm-hmm. like the rest of your body. Mm-hmm. And a lot of dentists don't pay any attention to that. I delivered a talk about the role of nutrition in in dental health to a group of regular dentists and I started talking about the effect of sugar on teeth and also I was talking about vitamin C the role of vitamin C in gum health I am not exaggerating if these guys had um and women they're men and women dentists if they had tomatoes (laughs) available they would have thrown them at me so they literally rough crowd (laughs) Yeah, 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 that was that was a rough one. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's and you'd think they're seeing it firsthand. Like that should have just been not surprising at all to them. Like yeah. they see the sugar consumption of their populations, and then they see how rotten their teeth they are. They don't ask. They don't ask yeah. that question, right? I mean, most most conventional dentists don't are not asking patients what's your diet like, or even how often are you brushing your teeth. Like, they're just. Doing what what they're trained to do, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so for an individual who's working on their detox protocol, so there's a number of things they want to look at in their life first that we've talked about. So they want to look at their diet. Yeah. They want to look at their environment and the products that they're using in their home. They want to look at their clothing. They want to look at their teeth because I, you know, like you mentioned. Yeah. They may mm-hmm. not be having the results they're looking for if they still have toxins being introduced regularly mm-hmm. into their body. So those are all things people can do, can do on their own. Yeah. And then it really seems that working with an expert, a nutritionist, a chiropractor, somebody who knows what they're doing to help the them support get with- through the detoxification protocol is an important step too in being guided in that. So it's more individualized for the person who doesn't have immediate access to that, what can they do? So they've now looked at those areas of their life. They've made a lot of improvements. Is there something they can do on their own to start gently detoxing at home? Are there products you recommend or like cleanse kits you recommend or anything like that, that they could just get the ball rolling? Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, to make it easy, I did a video on how to prepare your body for detox and then how to get started on a detox. So that would be the easiest way I think of people because I, I put some links to products there that they could just get on their own and get started. Yeah. Um, so I've had people do that and then I get feedback like, oh, this was wonderful. I feel so much better. I love that because 
I'm actually changing lives just by sitting in front of a computer talking for 30 minutes right. and then people, you know, get a great result. Um, there's also other things you can do. You can go in a sauna. Mm -hmm. Sauna is a great way to detox. Um, whether it's a traditional sauna or an infrared, I actually have a sauna blanket that I get into. It's an infrared sauna blanket. So if you don't have a sauna handy or you don't have room to buy your own infrared or can't afford, afford one, the sauna blanket is pretty affordable. Mm -hmm. And so sweating is also a good way of detoxing. You can also sweat through exercise. So just make sure you stay well hydrated and you replace your electrolytes if you're going to do a, a sweat detox. And, um, and then eating um, a lot of green leafy vegetables also has a detox effect. So I actually use a shake that has protein and a lot of green leafy vegetables in it. This is especially good for people that don't eat a lot of vegetables. Yep. Um, Sneak it in and the green smoothie. Leafy, yeah. And they're also high in minerals, so you're you're replacing minerals and also gently pulling out some some um, toxins at the same time. Yeah. And you mentioned the chlorella and the milk thistle and the black Spanish radish. Are there other supplements like that that are easy enough for people to guide themselves on that they could try at home too? So many. Yeah, so many. I, I think I have. What I do when I do a video, like I, I only put maybe four or five so people don't get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. But what I see what happens, they, they click on the link, they look at it, and then they start browsing whatever that, that site is and they start finding other things. And right. it's actually a good way to educate yourself mm -hmm. about supplements. So the website that I have links to, you can read um, what different nutrients are for, what they do in your body. And that's something that I really like to teach people about. People don't really understand how their body works or, you know, what the role, like, for example, if you ask somebody, what is the role of, um, I'm just going to pick something out of, out of nowhere. What is the role of calcium in your body? Um, people, People will say, oh, your bones, mm -hmm. but calcium does so much more than that. Mm -hmm. And your bones aren't actually made out of calcium. They're made out of, mostly out of collagen. Mm -hmm. And then they have a whole bunch of minerals in them that keep them hard. And calcium is the main one. But calcium is a very important mineral for your immune system. And this is something that people generally don't know. Mm -hmm. And if you have enough calcium in your tissue, you don't have to get a fever when you're sick because the calcium does the job of the fever. Mm -hmm. So what I see happen happening, um, what I talk about detox on a video, people click on a link, they look at the supplement I recommended, then they start browsing and they find calcium and they read, oh, this is good for your immune system. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And it's, it's a great way of learning. Love it. How to take care of your body. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. well, and do you mind sharing for our listeners, and we'll link it as well, what that website is? Well, they just go on my website. It's drcory.com, and my name is spelled C-O-R-I, D-R-C-O-R-I.com. Click on um, shop. and But also, the every video that I do in the description, there's whatever I talk about in the video, I give... Um, viewers a link to make it easy for them so they don't have to do too much clicking and searching yes. you know everybody wants everybody wants everything really fast these days right. so yep. yeah and is your youtube called dr Corey? It, it's called dr Corey stern stern s-t-e-r-n okay. yeah take control of your health but if you just put my name in you'll find it and um uh there's i don't know like 80 I think I have like about 80 videos on there wow. now, but I try to put a new one on every week. As I'm sure you know, it's a lot of yep, it's a lot of <laughs> time. And yep, yep. Uh, well, that's amazing, and we definitely want to share that with our listeners. And I'm I'm gonna go poke around later today and see what I can find. So I'm appreciative of that. And yeah, and 
Thanks for being on our interview with us. I think that you are just like your light to the world is being this like autonomous, go after it, take control of your health. Like what a really neat shining light that you are. And even for me, who we have a podcast, so I'm very conscious of being healthy and non-toxic. I'm like, you know what, Kay, you got lazy on your laundry detergent. I'm going to go home and throw it out. And I got lazy. <laughs> we'll replace it when it runs out. Yeah, right. Or replace it when it runs out. And I got a little lazy on my greens. And so for me, I'm just like, yes, Kay, this is important. Like do better, take control of your health. So I've been so appreciative of all of this. Yeah. I feel like the underlying theme for our listeners is that it doesn't have to be overwhelming. And I, I like that approach. I think like you have said, slow and steady kind of wins the race, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be overwhelming. So yeah. you don't have to go throw out all of your clothes, <laughs> throw yeah. out all of your products. Yes. Yes. But there are things that you can replace as they run out with non-toxic versions. And I like um, the EWG, the Environmental Working Group. They have a website, ewg.org. We've shared that before. Uh, they have a really great guide on, they list products from you know least toxic to most toxic they have their own scale of ranking so the lower the number the less toxic the product is so you can always search a household product on the ewg.org and see how toxic it is and replace it (laughs) if it's inevitably it probably is toxic and then they have brand recommendations too that they make of uh, ewg approved brands that you can replace those things with but yeah i think replacing household cleaning products as you run out looking for organically grown textiles or more organic textiles instead of the polyesters and and especially i think things like your mattress and your pillow and your bed sheets gonna say that your furniture your you know everything is even new shoes everything is treated with chemicals these days so yeah i have everything organic my sheets it's wonderful i love it it really makes a difference. There's also another site that you may never have heard of called detoxproject.org. Love it. And they they do a lot of research on on contamination of foods. Oh, awesome. Especially with glyphosate. Yeah. Which wow. is which is Roundup, and they have they also have a list of clean clean products detoxproject.org. I have not heard of them and that's awesome. That is awesome. And that's a whole topic we we wouldn't be able to get into today, but the glyphosate contamination of food, pesticide contamination of food, that's a major source of toxins that we encounter in our diet. So taking the Dr. Corey Stern approach, as I would call it, you know, as you can replace those toxic foods with non-toxic foods, look for organic where you can. I know everybody has a budget they need to work within, but as much as you can look for the pasture raised, look for the organic, look for the non-GMO, look, I mean, and, and go a little bit beyond organic too, because it's starting to become kind of a gray area now, but, yeah. <laughs> but yep. looking for the best, least toxic, like you said, if the animal you're eating has eaten toxic foods, then you're eating those toxic foods. So there's lots of ways that Dr. Corey has shared with us today that you can remove toxins from your environment without feeling totally overwhelmed by it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I love that approach and then beginning some gentle supplementation, but really working with a knowledgeable functional medicine doctor or nutritionist or somebody who knows how to guide you through that. Um, Dr. Corey, are there any blood tests or anything people can do to check their levels of toxins, things like heavy metals? What are some things that people could have checked to make sure that they're not toxic. Or you can have blood work done to see if you have metals. Anybody can do that. It's very simple. However, that only tells you what's traveling around in your blood. It doesn't tell you what's stuck in your tissue. Right. Mm, So that's that's a little more challenging. So I do, I have a technique that I use that gives me information like that. Um, and I can do it virtually as well. Okay. So, yeah. So if anybody really needs help, I'm happy to either work with them directly or to refer them to somebody in their area that does what I do. So there's, you know, there's lots of us, at least in the U.S., there's about 6,000 people who do what I do. 
Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Keep and spreading the message. I love it. I think mm-hmm. kind of like you referenced earlier, pretty much everybody is toxic. So everybody Everyone could benefit yep. from making these basic changes and then from pursuing um, a pathway of detoxification in, in general, is there a certain frequency that you recommend that somebody do a detoxification like once a year, twice a year? Is there a certain frequency that you found is uh, ex- excluding, you know, personal situations just generally optimal for people? Yep, definitely. Um, spring is always a good time to do a spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. And then um, the new year, not just because it's a new year, but because most people have overindulged in toxic things during the holidays from, you know, from the end of October through the the end of December. So that's also a good time to clean up. The other option is to not do that. And I, I don't encourage my patients to make other choices during, during those months. But um, some people just have their traditions that they want to um, enjoy. So, and then, yeah, so we, we do general detox for people in the spring and, and in the, in January. Awesome. Cool. Well, we want to be respectful of your time, but is there any last note that you would want to give our listeners before we end here? Like something that kind of a a giveaway or something you want them to take away from this? Well, now that you just said the word giveaway, I actually have on my website, it says, uh, if you click on the tab, it says, get your free gift here. I can give you the link. And it is a list of everyday items you never knew were toxic. Oh. And then it's a whole bunch of crazy things like toilet paper and tea bags oh. and, you know, and beer and what's in them. And then it gives uh, alternative suggestions. For, oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. But who knew toilet paper? This is such a benign thing. Okay. You would think, yeah. but you got to really think about everything because... Yeah, paper goods are treated with chemicals and, Mm -hmm. you know, where you put toilet paper is very delicate and it absorbs toxins. So, yeah. Yeah. I I give some. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that too. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. And I think it is like you have control over what you have control over. And you don't have control over whether you walk behind a bus or melt a knife in your dishwasher, you know, but then it's making the conscious choices every day would make a huge difference in, you know, replacing some of those toxic household products so that you're now not being exposed every day to something you totally have control over. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really like that approach of not letting ourselves get overwhelmed by trying to avoid everything, but, (laughs) but understanding more money, spending more money on the better quality is an investment yeah in your health and yeah. your body yep yep and your the rest of your life yep. so cheaper than a diagnosis a, a choice exactly yeah. me, me, medical bills are the number one um cause of bankruptcy at least in the u.s so wow yep. yeah wow. so you're investing your health so that. for our <laughs> listeners who want to find you your website is dr Corey. is that right dr Corey. dr Corey. Yep. and your youtube channel is dr Corey stern Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Got it. And then, are you on social media? Mm, yeah, I try to be. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of things you that know, are toxic, I'm yeah. almost sixty, and we're not. <laughs> people in my age group are not always that great at no that, TikTok but. here. <laughs> I I tried TikTok. I put together a thirty second video that yeah. I ran by a TikTok star patient of mine. She's like, oh, that's too long. And I'm like, okay, I give up. I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> if it can't be 30 seconds, I can't say it. <laughs> yep, yep. Exactly. Yeah. So I do have a Facebook page and I do have an Instagram page. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Telegram. I have a Telegram channel. Okay. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Telegram is yet. I've, so I've got Telegram. Up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I've got Telegram. When all of social media started getting heavily censored, I got onto Telegram. Yes. Okay. That's, I'll, I'll that's look. That's why I did that. I'll look into that then. Awesome. Anything else you want our listeners to know before we sign off with you? No, I just, what I said before about every dollar you spend on good quality food and products, you're not only investing in yourself, but you're actually contributing to making the planet healthier. So, and, and, and really the best, the best way to, to vote is with your food dollars. So yes. to, to change to change the whole paradigm. 
Yes. So yes, I think absolutely. it's really, really important. It's, it's a priority. At least I see it that way. Yeah, Same. we agree. We've, we always yep. say that you vote with your dollars. Yep, we support mm-hmm. that fully. So, well, thank you, Dr. Corey. You are like a, an astounding woman. And I'm so glad that we interviewed you and got to know your soul on earth here. This was yes. really cool. Thank you. And we'll make sure for our listeners, we're going to link to all of those links that we mentioned with Dr. Corey. We'll make sure we um, connect you with her website and her YouTube channel, as well as some of the resources that we shared that you can use to help guide you. Yeah. So, And for our listeners, go be renegades. Go be renegades. Thank you for listening to the Renegade Nutrition Podcast. Please keep in mind that this podcast is an educational service that provides general health information. The content on this podcast is not a substitute for direct, personal, professional medical care and diagnosis. You should always talk to your doctor before making a dietary or lifestyle change. Go be renegades. Go be renegades.